Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the Nevada Wolfpack, who last season went 2-10, and 0-8 in the Mountain West. They are coming into the year with a uh, 10-game losing streak. Um, an interesting thing, though, with this team, they won their first two games against New Mexico State and Texas State. And in those two games, they had a turnover margin of plus 9. And in their 10 losses, they had a turnover margin of minus 7. So even at 2-10, and 10, they still had a turnover margin of plus 2. So this is definitely a team looking at them. If they're able to force some more turnovers, they didn't turn the ball over much offensively, even with uh, some of the issues that they had last year. But if they're able to force some more turnovers, they, they, they could really turn things around. And this was a defense that, was, that wasn't bad last year. And then with, with uh, new head coach Ken Wilson, with his defensive background serving as a, as a defensive coach for almost multiple decades, um, you kind of expected to see them ahead of schedule there. But, th- again, this is a team that, that could really make some, uh, make some adjustments on that and force some more turnovers and really see uh, some more wins uh, their way. I- I'm a firm believer in that. I think this is a team that has some talent. They've brought in some really, really good pieces in the transfer portal using Coach Wilson's connections in the Pac-12 while he was at Oregon. And moving forward, this is definitely a team – they could make some noise, and, and I'll get into their schedule momentarily, but their their Mountain West schedule sets up <clears throat> fairly reasonably. They don't have to play Boise State. They don't have to play Air Force, who are the top two by by most people heading into the season. They also don't have to play San Jose State, who's one of the upper echelon teams in the conference. So there's, there's definitely an opportunity here for them to uh, make some noise in, in conference play. Uh Starting the breakdown now, they play at uh, the Wolfpack play at McKay Stadium. Uh, Chris Altfield, their uh, famous coach who who had an absolutely wonderful career there. Uh, but McKay Field seats 30,000 fans as a stadium traveler. It's one of those I'm really looking forward to, to getting to in the near future. Um, a be- beautiful campus in Reno. Uh, I've never been, but uh, one that I'm absolutely excited to get to in the future, like I said. And uh, Wolfpack fans should have a good amount to cheer for uh, this season as, uh, as the team should be much improved. Shifting to a coach on the rise within the program, I'm going with uh, Vitoa, who uh, I, I remember as a player. I remember him as a great running back for the Nevada Wolfpack, and I think it's really cool to see uh, where he's at now coaching at his alma mater. He's the assistant head coach, uh, running backs coach, for the program, and I always think it's really cool when guys come back to their alma mater and uh, and just uh, the fun that that brings uh, and the passion that he's going to have to want to see his uh, alma mater have some great success. Um, look, looking at his coaching uh, background in 2014, he's the wide receivers coach at UCLA, moved to the defensive line as their coach at UCLA in 2015. 2016 served as special team coach, running backs coach at East LA uh, College at the JUCO ranks. Returned to his alma mater in 2017, serving as a special teams analyst. 2018 bumped up to assistant director of player personnel and recruiting. 
19 through 21 served as the running back coach again at his alma mater and then 21 through the present he has been the assistant head coach and running backs coach so he's been back at his alma mater for quite some time since 2017 worked for some different coaching staffs um, so he's coached some really good running backs during his time there and i think he's i shouldn't say i think i'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do with the two transfer backs that they have coming in this year uh, really excited to see what they're able to do there so i think moving forward he is a coach to really look at uh, moving up through the coaching ranks now looking at the Wolfpack schedule they open up at usc then they host fcs foe idaho they host kansas that's a great opportunity for them uh, it's on uh Fox Sports 1, so great opportunity for them to be on TV, do some great things. They play at Texas State, who will be improved, but <clears throat> the Wolfpack did beat them last year. Uh, they play at Fresno State, host UNLV, play at San Diego State, host New Mexico, host Hawaii, go to Utah State, go to Colorado State, and host Wyoming. Uh, like I said, that they, they avoid having to play Boise State, Air Force, and San Jose State, three of the top echelon teams in the Mountain West. Obviously, have to go to Fresno State, to San Diego State. Uh, but still, the, the schedule sets up pretty well for them to be able to make some noise. I, I like uh, the home games that they have. UNLV, New Mexico, Hawaii, and even Wyoming really gives them an opportunity uh, to make some noise um, in, in the conference. Like I said, they are on a 10-game losing streak. Uh, opening up against USC obviously isn't uh, ideal but then they play FCS foe Idaho and Kansas will be very good offensively, but still you get them at home. So it's a great opportunity. You know, the, uh, the Wolf pack and their fan base will be super excited to be hosting a big 12 team there. Uh, diving into the breakdown now, position by position, starting offensively, uh, the quarterback position to see a competition between returner Shane Illings, Illingsworth and uh, Colorado transfer Brandon, Brandon Lewis. Uh, Illingsworth started six games last season, while Lewis started 12 games at Colorado in 2021. I expect Lewis to get the nod. He performed pretty well back in 2021 when he played against Ken Wilson's defense at Oregon. So uh, familiarity there, and, and I, I firmly believe that Lewis will be the top guy heading into the season. The running back room gets some much-needed help. This unit has only provided 3.15 yards per carry the last two seasons, that, that does have a, a good amount to do with the offensive line play as well, but still the running back play has to be better. And they went to the uh, transfer portal and added two really good pieces, Sean Dollars from Oregon and Ashton Hayes from Cal transfer in. Both are upgrades and should see plenty of action in this offense. Sean Dollars is one I'm excited to see. In the time he did get at Oregon, he, he was productive. Uh, the receiving core returns plenty of options. Wide receivers Jamal Bell, Delvion Campbell, and Spencer Curtis return. And then the addition of wide receiver Garrick Robinson from Colorado State and tight end Kalaki Lata from Cal are massive. Uh, the quarterback play should be better this season, so we should see an uptick in the receiving yardage category for these guys. Uh, the offensive line returns multiple players with experience, but improvement is needed, like I said before, that 3.15 yards per carry the last two seasons. And then I believe I saw they've given up 79 sacks in that two-year time frame as well. Obviously, improvement is needed. Uh, center Andrew Mardugal, left tackle Isaiah World, uh, Frank Paso, uh, Jerry Capra, 
and uh, Zach Welch and then uh, Kai Arneson have experience. And then Juco transfers provide good depth here. Should be improved uh, with, with more experience and then getting that Juco transfer depth uh, should help here as well. Shifting to the defense now, the defensive line returns quality depth. Defensive ends Louis Cresto and Deion Washington have experience. And then D tackles Dwight Tyalogla, James Hansen, Thomas Witt, uh, and William Green Jr. do as well. The addition of Henry Akafahu from Cal, he's an interesting story as he previously was at Nevada, but as a tight end, left to junior college, became a defensive lineman, and now he's back at Nevada and could very well start here. And then Machiavelli Matalupuma from Utah Tech provide good depth here. Another interesting player to watch here, Elijah Winston. He's a he's a linebacker, but is a stand-up Russian who kind of can do a little bit of everything, line up in different positions. Uh, he had two sacks last season. I expect that to jump significantly as he is a real productive player on uh, the defensive line, linebacking core. Uh, the linebacking core has some really good talent. Drew Watts had nine tackles for loss last season. Nakai Mateleona, Marcel Walker Burgess, and uh, Junior Walling and Elijah Winston return. Uh, like I said, Winston serves as a stand-up edge rusher and can be a playmaker. Uh, the addition of uh, Malcolm McClure from Cal and Jackson LaDuke from Oregon provide great depth here. They only play two linebackers, but they got some really, really talented guys here who could really do some things. Uh, the secondary returns quality cornerbacks Isaiah Ishiima and uh, Jaden Dedman. And then the safety position returns Imani Johnson, Richard Tony, Marquise Allen Patman, and uh, Darian Green Warren. Then the addition of Trey Weed from Eastern Washington. He had three interceptions there, started, I believe, 36 games in his career. Uh, he should serve as the nickelback. And then Juco transfers provide great depth here as well. Shifting to special teams now, <clears throat> both kicker Brandon Talton and punter Matt Frim uh, return. They form a nice combo, one of the best in the Mountain West. Talton has one of the strongest legs in college football. He is a really, really great weapon for this kicking game. And uh, a guy who I could see being a Lou Rozo Award uh, semifinalist in potentially even more. So final analysis now, in my opinion, on the Nevada Wolfpack ending the season. Nevada will definitely be improved in year two under uh, Ken Wilson. This team, we, you will definitely see the improvement, uh, uh, and uh, it will it will be very apparent. The offense should be a lot better. The defense will continue to be pretty good like they were last year. The Mountain West schedule is favorable, like I've said, and will allow the Wolfpack to move up the conference food chain. Uh, I'm not saying that they're going to be at the in the top half. I think... I think being realistic here, but th there's definitely an opportunity for them to move from the bottom to the middle. And I think that's a great place to be, uh, especially where they were last year going 0-8 in the conference. I, that I don't see that happening at all this year. I think they definitely win three, four conference games, which I think is a huge improvement, obviously. Uh, reaching bull eligibility isn't out of the question either. Uh, with, the, with If everything's able to click, Offensively, you get that, that improvement from the offensive line that's needed. The running backs uh, produce like I think that they can. I think that there's definitely an opportunity for this team to reach bowl eligibility. If they go 2-2 two and two in the non-conference, 
I could definitely see a place where they could go two and two and then in the non-con and then go four and four in conference and get to that six win place where they need to get to to reach a bowl. I'm not predicting that to happen, but I think it very well could. I think it's I think it should be expected for this team to win four or five games, though, which I think is a very good improvement from where they were last season. And, and, and realistically, that's what Wolfpack fans should be looking for, is just just to see that continued improvement. And, and they will definitely see that this year from this team. Like I said, bull eligibility is not out of the question. Before I did this breakdown, I would have thought there was no chance that would happen. But after I looked dove deeper into looking at this team, it is definitely a possibility. It could definitely happen. So hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, or listen to the podcast. Give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.